Start Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain. Companies everywhere and entrepreneurs everywhere, business people everywhere say they want to create customer joy. We want it to be joyful for customers to do business with us, whether it's B2B or B2C, but what exactly is customer joy and how do we deliver it? That's the topic of today's Project Distinct, especially coming the day after the big Apple announcements of new iPhones, new iPad, their television uh, situation that they're doing. So we're going to talk about that and customer joy and what it means to you and your career and your business That's today's Project Distinct, brought to you by Distinction Nation. Just go join the nation. It's distinctionnation.com. When you go to Distinction Nation, you can get free resources. They're pretty terrific. You can get a free audio book. You get all kinds of cool stuff. It's all there for you at distinctionnation.com. If we're going to deliver it, we better define it. What is customer joy? Well, it's many aspects. And frankly, it's going to vary with customer-specific needs, wants, and desires, in addition to the products and services that you offer and your competitors offer in the marketplace. What's important and joy creating for one customer of yours may not provide the same level of amazement and enjoyment for another. It's pretty difficult to precisely define, isn't it? You're probably familiar with Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart's famed comment in the case Jacob Ellis versus Ohio in 1964, in which he remarked that obscenity is something that, quote, I know it when I see it, unquote. Joy is almost as difficult to describe. However, we do know it when we see it in our customers and our colleagues. Quote, joy is an outcome of doing something that makes you happy. Joy is contagious. It has a force of energy that moves people forward with optimism, unquote. That's the definition that author Sean Murphy gives. Happiness, I would submit, is more event-driven and transitory. If I've been arguing with you about a disputed charge on my bill and you finally agree to remove it from my account, I'm momentarily happy that you've done so. However, the fact that I've had to engage in an argument with you to achieve the outcome I desired probably won't make me joyful about continuing to do business with you. From my perspective, joy is a state of being It's more of a persistent internal delight where happiness is a momentary feeling of pleasure or satisfaction. Now, don't get me wrong. I want my customers to be happy, and you do too. However, that isn't a standard that's high enough to make an enduring difference. I want them to be so consistently happy in doing business with our organization that it becomes joy-inspiring. So here's the story. Landing in Las Vegas right after Apple's presentation to its Worldwide Developers Conference, I quickly called the Apple Store at the forum shops. See, I was living in Indianapolis at the time, and I'd flown to Las Vegas on Delta, and with its GoGo Wi-Fi service on the plane, I'd been following all the company's interesting announcements in San Francisco that morning as I traveled. Apple's relatively new, at that time, CEO Tim Cook, had announced a new MacBook Pro with a retina display, and I wanted to know if it was already in stock. It was time for me to upgrade my computer. It sounded exactly like what I'd been waiting for. So a very nice guy on the phone said, no, 
However, he would know more about the availability of the new MacBook Pro Retina the next day. He asked for my name, took my number, and suggested that I call back and be sure to ask for Josh. Josh also stated that if he didn't hear from me, he would get in touch as soon as he had information. I gave him my name, my cell number, and told him to expect my call. Well, the following morning, I finished up my speech at Caesars Palace, which is really near the Apple Store at the Forum Shops anyway. So I figured, hey, why call him? Why can just walk over there? An employee at the front welcomed me, and then pressing her finger to her ear, seemed to hear something over her earpiece. She asked, um, excuse me, are, are you Mr. McCain? More than a little surprised, I responded, I was, but how in the world did she know? She smiled and said, Josh just told me over the radio. A young guy who I'm guessing was about college age walked up and introduced himself. Hi, Mr. McCain. He said, I'm Josh. I was blown away. He said, after we hung up from our conversation yesterday, Josh told me, I googled your name, saw your website, and your YouTube videos. You see, I really want to know more about my potential customers. Josh even told me he went on YouTube and watched my speech story about Taxi Terry. Now, ponder these three questions based on my experience with Josh that I ask myself for a moment. Number one, do you and your colleagues care so much about creating joy for potential customers? You research them even before you've had the opportunity to make a sale? Number two, if you knew prospective customers better, would they become more convinced that you are there to help them instead of merely sell them? Number three, could this be an initial step toward ensuring that your customers are joyful when they consider doing business with you? Josh informed me that they had just received one of the new Retina Display MacBook Pros to put in stock. If you want it, Mr. McCain, Josh said, it's yours. So here's two more questions. Number one, do you think at that point I tried to negotiate a lower price? <laughs> Number two, could you imagine that I said that I'd have to think about it and let Josh know later? Of course not. I had to make that new Apple laptop mine. Josh brought the box out of the back, placed it on the table in front of me as if he were carrying the crown jewels. He removed the cellophane wrapping from the package and then stood back and looked at me. Your turn, Mr. McCain, he said. I later learned that this approach is mandatory at Apple. The customer receives the thrill of opening his or her package and celebrating the experience of ownership. It's one of those little things, and it really is an essential element in the progression towards creating customer joy. Here's another unreal aspect of this uniquely joyful experience. As I was leaving the Apple store with my new purchase, someone announced, practically shouted, Ladies and gentlemen, we've just sold the very first of the new MacBook Pros. A round of applause to the customer giving it a new home. The store employees, most lined up by the door, started clapping for me as I walked out. <laughs> Some customers even cheered as well, probably wondering what the hell was happening. Fortunately for the Apple employees and customers, I was so embarrassed and befuddled by the attention, I just smiled and departed the store, you know, because usually when I hear applause, I get up and give a speech. Here's, here's another question. Do you think that Best Buy or Fry's has a chance when it comes time to buy my next computer? No way. I'm going back to the Apple store. Look, I understand there's a premium you pay for Apple and many other products or services of distinction. But I think it's worth it for the magical mix of technology and experience that's creating so much joy 
for customers on a global basis. How do you put a price tag on joy, anyway? I mean, ask new parents what having a newborn is worth, and they aren't going to say, evidently, about $3,500 because that's what the hospital charged us. The ecstasy of the event creates an emotion that transcends the transaction. So, in show business, the artist gets the applause, not the fans. What if the experience, from cinema to clubs to coliseums, was set up to make the audience feel connected and appreciated instead of gouged and sold? What if at your business, your customers felt more engaged and became advocates for your efforts instead of merely feeling processed through your system? Maybe, just as they do at Apple, your audience would spend more, more frequently. Perhaps they would feel as joyful about doing business with you as I felt about the experience of doing business with Josh. That's how you create distinction in a hyper-competitive marketplace. Well, that's all for today's Project Distinct. Thanks again for subscribing and sharing. It's Scott McKay, and I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow when we'll be here with the next new Project Distinct. You've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. To have Scott become your virtual coach and to discover more distinctive resources, check out distinctionnation.com for free videos, posts, and more. To have Scott personally deliver his message at your next event, go to scottmccain.com. Please share today's message on social media and make sure to subscribe to Project Distinct on your favorite podcast app. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of Project Distinct. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.